Warning, the content on this podcast is both highly adult and potentially enlightening. Please do not listen if you're not, I don't know, emotionally 25, physically 18. Thank you. Welcome back to Orgy Story. You'll get to hear our mission statement because we were at a live show. I am as shocked as you are, but the Sexual Health Alliance gave us a platform, invited us into their world. You should look them up. If you follow the show, chances are you already have. They're amazing. Doing great stuff. We just had an absolute blast. We did record it, and you're going to notice the audio might not be to our normal podcast quality. We did decide to release it anyway for two reasons. One, because we think it's a blast. And two, to brag about doing a live show. Keep telling friends. Keep doing what you're doing. We're having so much fun working on bonus content to release until season two. Enjoy the first of many live shows. Sorry again about the audio. We'll do better. Welcome to Orgy Story, a narrative-based podcast about hosting, attending, and destigmatizing orgies. And I am beyond excited. Hannah, Vicky, it's a live audience. And I, I'm missing booze in front of me. There's I think a, normally there's at least a beer in front of me while we're recording, but... It is not a bar. It is the Sexual Health Alliance there <laughs> at a live conference. Also looking at us like, we wish we had booze in front of us. <laughs> Hannah, it's a live audience, and they asked us to be here. We did not force anyone to be here, correct? Can we hear a little bell? Oh, perfect. Everyone wants to be here, yes? Perfect. We will describe that as enthusiastic consent, and a lesson has been learned. We have a special show for you. We are going to start with a segment called Can We Claim It? It's a pop culture naming. Then we're going to get to just a stigma Q&A, and if you have anything for us, it's a good chance. Uh, and then we're going to tell a live... We, the last orgy party we hosted was a DP party. Woo! Which Heather needed to be described or she couldn't hear me. I don't know. But it was like, she's like, wait, is that a double penetration party? It was like, that is a double penetration party. Contextually. And we will explain that. But first, if you're interested in playing, please let's get some snaps. We have camp friends in the back. Everyone knows snaps. <laughs> Lovely. I think anything is an orgy. I think enough people up here just thinking about us naked counts. I'm clearly wrong. You two are here to help me sort this out about certain television shows and movies that have been featuring orgies. Spoiler alert, no vampire shows made the list. For you True Blood fans, it was gross. I saw it. I can't unsee it. And such a boring episode. It was super tried to get there, uh, which is a parable for item number two for you Kubrick fans. Okay, item number one, the franchise that's mastered it all, in my opinion. This is Monogamish. I am claiming it, starting in 2002, The Bachelor. Hard no. That's not an orgy. Yeah, I'm going with a no on this as well, and I'm going to ask you to provide one example as to why you even think this makes the list for discussion. Hard no. <laughs> you all saw the list before. I had been hiding it from you. Now you know. You prepared your answers, and you said hard no. Yep. I want to hear just, like, snaps. Do you agree with them, or do you agree with me? Snaps? 
Perfect. I'm claiming it. I am taking it right home. We have the Bachelor. We have the Bachelor in Paradise, which has a boom boom room. Bachelor in Paradise is getting a little closer, I think. The Bachelorette, she openly, uh, like seven guys, no, two guys four times. I'm counting overly. She did a lot of sex with the cast. Keep it at the same time. Yeah, none of it is happening at the same time, though. And nobody's taking on the, the role of the group sex organizer. I think that's a very important thing. Nobody, Or at least we're not seeing it. Okay, the game was I was going to give you a yes or a no. Can we claim it, yes or no? Audience? I think it's monogamish, but I don't think it's, it's a hard no. orgy. Damn it. All right. I'm going to call it mild soft swapping at best. Mild soft swapping. Item number two. Okay, the year is 1999. A young Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman are married and thriving. I don't think anyone's a Scientologist yet. <laughs> Stanley Kublick's blockbuster hit, Eyes Wide Shut, enters theaters. I made you watch at least the orgy scene of the 247-minute film. Uh -huh. Yeah, I'm going to say it's an orgy. We can claim it, but at what cost? You don't want to claim it. It's such a long movie. <laughs> <laughs> the orgy scene is just as long, but I, I'm thankful for that. You got, turned, you got turned on, do you want to admit? Fine, for, fine. Like, okay. You, and I quote, where can I find a party like this? <laughs> <laughs> it's coming in season two. We'll, we'll find it for season two. Someone was, this is a massive spoiler alert, killed in the film. At the orgy, and Hannah was still like, I don't know, sounds good. She kind of like presented herself, well, the, didn't she? The thing about this orgy in Eyes Wide Shut is I, I, I've never been to a kink-dominant orgy in my experience, but this is what I would imagine it to be like. Um, everybody's wearing masks. There's a, not that much, um, it really is last, lacking like personalized intimacy. It's just intercourse. It's just... You just see intercourse. There's nothing before, nothing after, no awkward swapping, position changing. It's just, I mean, that's the There's way no it is. There's no time Olivia. with anyway, the shooting. Okay. Yeah, but I would give it a, I would give it a, we can absolutely claim it. We can claim that one. All right, I've done this terribly. I tricked them the first time. Yes or no to the audience? Can we claim it in the name of Orgy Story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Snaps for yes. I love it. This is one of my favorite. We waited so long. Item number three, season eight of Are You the One? Yeah. <laughs> hard yes from the camp friends. So hard, it's, it's a yes for me, for sure. It's, yeah, it's a yes. This is a quick, did people see season eight of Are You the One? I'm getting... MTV's finest. Hard passes. It was the first sexually fluid dating show since Tila Tequila. We're going to skip past that chapter, but... <laughs> Not gonna go into details about it. Everybody could date everyone. So it came with trans, it came with people that were gay, a lot of people that identified it as bisexual, and there was a fivesome at one point. There was. There was. Yeah, Are you the one lovely. season eight? It was the most exciting part of the whole season. And the seasons feature there is a sex room. It's known for that, it's what exists. I really am encouraging everyone to go watch Are You the One season eight. Oh, you must. It has a really confusing, like, survivor element of how to move to the next round, but it's a really fun show if you can stick through it, especially if you are hyper-encouraged by youthful people choosing anyone to have sex with. Guilty. I am going to move to our next segment, because we got a hard yes from Camp Friends, and I'm not going anywhere near it. 
We got a question that we we're gonna first turn it to a listener. We got a we get a lot of weird voicemails. We got a lot of weird messages. This was a sweet one from Shay in Kenya. Do you feel personally stigmatized for going to orgies? It spurred an idea that we should just start talking about concepts, jealousy, stigmatization, because the overwhelming amount of questions we get are like, how do you avoid an emotional, relational, and professional catastrophe by attending orgies? It's like, wow. Oh, shit, okay. Well, Google sexual health lines first. Just like, before you do anything, put it down. So excited that they're listening and participating. But this is a good one that's broad, fun, and kind of gets us in. Do you two, I'll start with Vicky, do you feel personally stigmatized sometimes when it's, you're explaining like that you're engaged to a non-monogamous, you're in all Yeah, in a non-monogamous relationship and into group sex and orgies. And even I was stigmatizing myself and didn't even realize that I couldn't even brag about the podcast to some of my close friends who were not aware of, you know, my whole relationship style. So it's just become, you know, a good journey for me to sort of open up and come out to my friends as this is who I am, and we're still getting married in October, and we still love each other, and uh, we also are some kinky people who like having sex with other people, so, and watch each other do it. Which is where the orgies come in. It is hard to broach into orgies without getting into the whole unraveling identification-wise, and once we started realizing that this podcast was going to have far-reaching, it was like, we should probably tell some people preemptively Graphic things are coming, which is a warning to the DP party story. I can't say it loud enough, audience. We'll get there. We'll get there. Um, yeah, absolutely. I feel stigmatized personally by my participation in orgies. I would I would say like me personally inside me, there's there's not that much shame or guilt that I feel about the lifestyle, but then when I have to interact with other people who have no idea that this is something that I am doing or that I have a very public podcast where I discuss it, um, I, I generally get two responses, and this is from people who don't know about the lifestyle or don't know that I'm engaged in the lifestyle. And one is um, closed-mindedness, um, which I'm sure we've all experienced, and then the other one is um, in, in people being very inquisitive, um, but generally with asking far too detailed questions. We've um, gotten some surprisingly in a, ineffectionate proposals online to come to our orgy based off of people's vivid descriptions of their sexual prowess. Yeah. <laughs> the, words, the words seeking we see frequently, and we're like, good for you. Great. Yeah, right? uh, that's awesome. Like, what does that have to do with us, though? A lot of people There's... asking for sex advice, too. Mm-hmm. Like, well, huh. So just a little bit of like, and you know, we'll do our best via email, but again, we do try and reference them to professionals, especially along the way. And the voicemails have also been, again, quite graphic. None of those will be getting read. We are going to turn to the audience a little bit. You all are here. You've been just crushing it intellectually. This is a far too qualified audience. I wrote this at the top while I give CBS, speaking frankly, non-monogamy a plug. Uh, wow, were the people before us so qualified, we are so not. But we will take questions if you have some about just now that we're out and about talking orgies and we're hearing about it in all of our other parts of lives. Do you try to monitor a gender mix at the orgies, like to avoid too many men, I hear is a problem sometimes, or is gender not an issue? Amen. You just really struck a chord. So one, too many men has not been a problem we have been finding. 
In fact, I still recommend a three to one ratio if possible, especially if there's gonna be some bisexual world. That shocked some people recently, but you, I mean, I'll pass it gender-wise. Well, I'm just gonna say sometimes men don't have quite the stamina as uh, women do during orgies. So right. sometimes to have someone to like, you know, tag someone out and join in. We've said this once, we'll say it again. It often does take more than one man to appropriately please a woman. Hey. <laughs> and still on the seeking, we've definitely played with trans partners. We have not had as much inclusion in the orgies, but we also have been speaking to someone who's been throwing an exclusively trans orgy in the area, and it's nuts to hear like the stresses she's under to try and throw this large event. I'd imagine she can relate to this group. Yeah, but we're trying to get her on the podcast. We've been trying to book her for <laughs> weeks. I'm about to chase her out to Brooklyn one of these days. But just a really cool way to know that it's out there and there is a mixture for whatever you're seeking. It's obviously almost always easy to find a large group of men only, if that's what you're looking for. But we're looking, yeah. I mean, especially with our group, because we try and find more consistent partners. We're always sort of on the lookout for younger men that are in our, in our sort of bracket of who we're dating and playing with that are bi and open about it and then willing to be. And I mean, Hannah, sorry, I don't want to bring up your dating life aggressively on the podcast, but. It'll get, it'll get brought up eventually. You just recently kind of got nixed because it was like, well, I can't participate in that. Like, what are you talking about? It was like, you got nexted. Yeah, I mean, it happens frequently. I'm still single, so that tells you something. Um, I, yeah, it happens frequently where I, I bring it up, like I said earlier, when I get the, you know, the closed-minded response or the far too graphically inquisitive response. Um, happens a lot. Um, but yeah, in terms of the gender thing, I would say we, it doesn't even really, um, we just kind of look for open-minded, we look for open-minded sex-positive people first. And then if gender is something we need to, uh, Gender is something we need to explore later after we've already assembled all of our open-minded, sex-positive friends that we want to play with, then so be it. But it hasn't really been, hasn't really played a huge role so far. You know, those of us who are therapists, we work with lots of people who, you know, have a lot of interest in sexual excitement and identify orgy as kind of the, the ideal experience but they also feel a tremendous amount of shame about that and feel like there's something wrong with them for wanting it. What would you say to those patients? What would you encourage us to say to our patients who are maybe fighting within their relationship over, gosh, I, I really want to experience group sex one time before I die, <laughs> and I'm afraid I might not. Oh, that last part kind of caught my heart. I'm afraid I might not. Great question. Are you looking for, I mean, you all have the professional, so can we just give you like the sex in the city response to that? <laughs> Why would you consider going to an orgy if you're on the fence and answer from a partner's perspective, Vicki, if you don't mind? Why would I? Could, why would you tell someone under the gossip table over Cosmo, let's do this? <laughs> It's, I mean, I think it's something, it's definitely scary. It's our first orgy, I was terrified. I didn't know if this was something I wanted to, you know, go into or broach or, and in fact, our first orgy was not a fantastic experience. It was okay, it was eye-opening. But I think if it's something that you really wanna do, you know, it's definitely worth looking into. Yeah, and that's, it, it, 
if it if a client is um, I think the conversation is different whether the client is um, single and wanting to experience this on their own or in a committed relationship and then there could be you know maybe they're uh, in a consensual non-monogamous relationship maybe they're not I think it, it has to be a conversation about trust and boundaries and who's ready for what um, because if one partner isn't ready and that's not part of their relationship then um, you know there's a lot of work to be done there before and uh, trust within an orgy is on the table um, I'm loud, but here's my response. Go! I'm standing. For those of you listening in this atmosphere, I'm standing. For God's sakes, driving in a car is dangerous. That's not very fun. Going to an airport, trying to travel, takes work, takes planning. Go to a damn orgy if you want to. Just find one. What's your worst fear? Imagine your worst fear. What is it? That you won't have an erection? You know what's fun? Watching people have sex on the sideline and being a positive commentarian. Not everyone loves that as a side note. I have found that out. People don't always love when I do that. But if your worst fear is, oh my God, my wife's gonna stay, or my partner's gonna stay, or my husband's gonna find someone better, they probably will not. This is gonna be so damn fun and bonding. And it's the same problem you would have if you jumped out of an airplane together. Are you worried they're gonna fall in love with the instructor? Of course they are, but they're going home with you because stability's important. Go, give it a try. They probably wouldn't mind the Fine. All right. It's the jacket. This is my orgy jacket, and it transforms me. I am going to hit a hard pause on any more of my shenanigans, and we're pivoting to, and you brought the most people, and we thank you so much for our crew in the back, the orgy story world. We are going to let Hannah take over and tell a story that is a party. I mean, I'm done. You're up. Double penetration where we're going, folks. Uh, it's time for the part of the segment where we share far too graphic details about our orgy attendance, so uh, you're welcome. <laughs> uh, DP party is what I threw myself earlier this summer. Um, double penetration, for those who don't know, it's when your pussy and your ass are filled at the same time. In this case, my pussy and my ass. Um, you have two men inside you at once. They're both focused on your pleasure. I wanted this. I wanted had wanted this for a long time. Uh, we'll get sure it is. Yeah, you don't even need to know her well to know this. She probably has neighbors that are casually aware the lady that, that the she would store. like to have a DP party. Of course, I. If it were a Halloween costume, I have twenty-seven of these. I will not use them all now. You can think of a Halloween costume for uh, DP. Just let me know. Um, of course, I had Kevin and Vicky, my orgy partners in crime, help me um, throw this party. It was at their uh, downtown loft. We helped her throw it at our yes downtown loft. At our loft. Place, <laughs> yes, at our. It was it was my party. Yeah, it was sort of like a birthday party you have at someone's house. And I I don't know how to explain it. It was the summertime. This was in June. Um, as we like to call it, orgy season. We've affectionately, we've yeah. affectionately, affectionately deemed it um, somewhere between April to November. We're nearing the close. Uh, snow is just unfortunately not sexy sometimes. Um, things were hot and sticky. We were horny in June. For just a little background here, our listeners have heard me discuss my affinity towards multiple men in the same sexual encounter for quite some time now. I'm sure, as you both have already elaborated on here, <laughs> you would like to elaborate on this. I had been trying to uh, 
organize a double penetration moment for myself. We had also talked months. about it. Like we had been, yeah. when we went into our third or fourth, I don't even remember all of them. When we went into orgies, you bring it up beforehand. You're like, I hope I get double penetrated. And it would always be like something I'm looking for in the back of my head because I'm kind of a giver. And it's just like, ah, you know what? It didn't happen tonight, but we're going to go back to the drawing board. We would draw plans and say, wait, put, what, we where did we miss? We put on our calendar. We had like hieroglyphics on our calendar of like when it would be a good time to do this DP party. The number of hours spent by the three of us in front of the calendar hanging up in your kitchen trying to figure out when this was hap this would happen, uh, too, too long. We finally planned it. It happened in June. Um, so I, I like Dick, obviously, here. That's, that's no, no surprise to anyone. I, um, so naturally, I love the thought of multiple dicks available to me at the same time. Simple as that. <laughs> Bonus points if the men are also into each other, although that is not necessary for my sexual pleasure. Um, while I had played in many group settings with multiple men before, I had never quite given myself permission to ask for exactly what I wanted. I had gotten into these orgy settings um, with this idea in the back of my head and just, you know, for multiple reasons, it's including but not limited to the amount of fun I was having doing other things at all of these orgies, uh, just never, never ended up happening. So we decided to change that. The three of us invited our two good pals and sex partners, Jack and Paige, due to their extremely high sex drives and open-mindedness towards all things sexy, we have affectionately referred to them as the nymphs. They're right out of a Shakespeare. <laughs> like, it really, they just appear. They're just prepared for sex. They're sex fairies, both of them. In orgy settings. They're both nimble. In orgy settings, they, they thrive off of um, providing, fulfilling other people's sexual orgy fantasies. They just hop around. Providing the fulfilling these fantasies. We took a BDSM quiz. If you've listened to the plug to the podcast, but Hannah's results came back as just she's down. These are two more people that just came back like, yep. One hundred percent. Happy face. Um, if we had to put a more legitimate label on that. So it's like DP party. They're like, yeah, they brought hats, snacks. They were ready. Paige even arrived with a butt plug in. Got to stay. I mean, the theme really called for it. I thought so. Kevin and Vicki, what were your hopes and dreams for this night on this warm, lovely Friday evening in June? You know, I was very excited for this party. I'm very excited for you, especially. I just wanted so badly to have you finally say that you were DP'd. That's all I wanted. <laughs> to get this speaking, speaking on behalf of all our friends, more to say that she had, and we wouldn't have to hear maybe about it as frequently. <laughs> Maybe we would turn it down from like an 11 to a 3. I'm a girl with fantasies, okay? <laughs> and I'm all for that, and I'm just so happy <laughs> you got your TP party. Kevin, any hopes and dreams for oh. tonight? Well, I, first of all, it's our first theme, and we've talked about needing enough men to get to, and talks about, I mean, speaking of hopes and dreams, we keep talking about working towards like a gangbang style group of guys. It's like a group of guys that are there to please a woman in a safe and sort of trusting environment where we can kind of facilitate exactly who the guest list is. So it's been something amongst our friends. This was our first attempt at what that might be like accomplishing a single lady attention based. So that was, it was a good test run for us also to help with, I don't know, season two of Orgy Story or season four. We'll work on the titles. We might just have uh, our friend, the doctor back there, just name it. We should probably name it season 69 and fuck everyone. Who knows? <laughs> 
So the flirting portion of the night was just effortless. I mean, we've known Jack and Paige for over a year now. We met them at the first orgy that the three of us attended a couple summers ago. Um, they instantly became longtime friends and sex partners. And there is just no mincing words with them about what any of us wanted. I mean, we were at a DP party. Neither we, of them wore underwear. We had banners. So prepared. <laughs> I wish we had banners. <laughs> wow. There was definitely champagne. Was there a cake or just cream pie? <laughs> <laughs> this is, I get, we get to say it now. I mean, that's why he was on The Daily Show. He gets the money for the bucks. This guy is fantastic. If you haven't seen it, you just have to watch the Julian Castro episode for those of you younger ones out there. So Paige and Vicky were all too happy to lend their man their men for the cause. What are friends for? Exactly. Boom. Exactly. I was very happy that they were so willing. Um, Kevin and Jack were all too happy all too happy to lend their expertise and their bodies and um, their their dicks. We planned it, all right? We arranged. We had a plan. He and I were ready. It wasn't our first. We had pleased his partner in a similar way with fewer people, so we had a strategy, just size and where to go. It was just like to be efficient. It's just good yeah. to have a conversation. And I didn't know until now that you guys even had that conversation about uh, size and who would fit better where. So I've had knee surgeries. It's best here. if I'm doing limited. I'm lying down is better for me. <laughs> so my first memory of playtime occurs just after sunset. Um, sunset over the Rockies. Um, I'm drinking a beer on the mattress in their living room, and I look to my left, and Paige has decided that she just cannot wait any longer. She has pinned her partner, Jack, against the staircase in their loft, and is furiously unbuckling his pants, and has him inside her mouth shortly after, um, and things just really take off from there. Yeah. They attack Vicky, too. The nymphs do next. They can't help it. I was soon, next, yep. As soon as you get naked, basically. It's a good... I know if even if we're not in the same room and you get naked and they just disappear, it's like, oh, Vicky's naked. <laughs> so as you all can imagine, I um, take the prime time spot throughout this night. <laughs> Kevin, let's, open, let's, uh, let's move to a discussion point here on um, how everything got started. Well, first, I owe people an apology. I feel like an orgy librarian. I had to interrupt the threesome going on to be like, hey, um, guys, hi. I don't mean to be, uh, but we kind of need to get to a plan here. Like, let's, we all agree. Orgy has a purpose. We all had a plan. Uh, if we could just please stick to the agenda. Keep looking back up at the banners, guys. The banners are in play. It's like, this is just the type of thing we learned from orgy number three. You all can't be trusted. So I had to pull people in, organized it, got us sort of ready to go, and that's when you took over, if I recall. Because I'm laying on my back, I'm just trying to keep my thunder thighs together so everybody can do what they need to do. <laughs> You are straddling me to get extremely graphic, which we mentioned. And then you start calling out plays like a, I, I have no other reference, but a seasoned quarterback or an angry crossing guard or. Or how about a horny 25 year old who just wants to get her double penetration? Sure, but it was like, 
<laughs> sad, sad. I started to move. She was like, stay fucking still. I was like, okay. Okay. Don't move, don't move, don't move. And this, this is all, this was all like, as we were rehearsing this week, this is all um, kind of news to me because turns out I'm not like 100% uh, sober. Well, yes, um, <laughs> 100% sober or like completely, it's like an out-of-body experience when these things are happening, um, especially like my hopes and dreams being fulfilled. Is that what we're calling them? Yep, you took my hopes, Jack took my dreams. <laughs> um, and I, they were fulfilled. Both were fulfilled. As he entered, you times. like you just let out a moan, basically, which lasted with orders intermixed in it for a while. Right, right. Um, Jack was in this kind of crouching tiger stance behind me. He was like in a catcher's stance again. He was, he just sort of, and there it was, was beautiful. Point. I mean, it, it, <laughs> he was kind of shaking. I tried to stand behind him to use, so he could like use me as some leverage. It's like, isn't there an easier way to? I was trying to like also use a little help, like just use his thighs. I mean, he has beautiful thighs anyway. I was, I had a great view like propping him but that was after several i mean you were at one point like there was to get you'll get to your notes which will kind of intermix how they were value but you were dp'd for quite a while and you were so elated you went and just started journaling after (laughs) you stopped while it was still going on Vicky and Paige were laying there, just still sort of playing, aggressively and enjoying Okay, as luck would have it, I wrote some of my thoughts down um, throughout the night. It was right after I had just finished my first round of um, being DC'd, and um, I had, a, I, by this point, we had attended a couple orgies and then podcasted about it, and it was a theme that I wish I remembered more details more um, clearly. Uh, so in next, so when we tried to recall, our all of everything that happens, like so much happens in a, the, over the course of an orgy. Um, so and they, Kevin and Victoria have teased me quite often about this um, this journaling experience. Um, but look what's coming in handy now. It's guys. just not something I would be able to do if <laughs> I stopped having sex and went to the corner and started sketching. <laughs> people would have a very different reaction, I think. It's like, is he doing the Titanic thing? And I can't draw, so that's not gonna be good. Well, none of you were even, you guys were all busy. Um, like, I wrote down in my very first note, which I'll, I'll read now, quote, K is fucking V, who's fucking P, who's blowing J. Could watch this all night. Yeah, she just left, so, you know, we were just like, hey, well, we're all here. Let's be playing. <laughs> <laughs> and we were, Moving towards DPing Paige, but they're longtime friends, so we also, well, we weren't DPing, well, I mean, ass and, I mean, V and mouth, oh my God, this is so difficult to do in any appropriate way. That's what I'm trying to do. (laughs) It's daylight outside, I'm sorry. There's a, (laughs) we did double penetrate Vicky, but uh, so almost all the girls went through, just pending which two you chose. Right, and the, I'll just add. 
the watching of everything else was so hot as well. Like I wasn't, I don't know why I wasn't expecting um, there to be a cycle of all of us, <laughs> but there was. I don't think any of us great. were expecting that either. Yeah. It was just kind of fun, just kind of rotating around. Then we hit a bonus on multiple vibrators recently in a sex order. Uh, we didn't even know it was coming. It did, we got two. And those were just like thrown out on the bed. And it was like, oh, that's a great way. That's a great four round punch to give it, to really take it to the next level. You don't want to bring them out too early, but bring them out, I don't know, halfway through. That's not a bad idea. So the second thing I wrote in my journal, uh, quote, Kevin and I make eye contact and he yells, Hannah, that from across the room, I'm journaling in the kitchen and Kevin, as I mentioned earlier, is busy fucking his fiance here. And he says, uh, he goes, Hannah, that felt like constant edging. <laughs> He's like, that pressure felt like constant edging. And I was like, sweet, thanks for the check-in, bud. And then he immediately returned to burying his face in Victoria. <laughs> I have no idea why I said that out loud, but I think I was just trying to articulate while you were taking notes. Well, you knew she was journaling. You wanted your notes in there, too. Yeah, I just thought if I yelled it, it might get in there. Because just from a pressure perspective, the double penetration obviously featured you, but it also felt extremely good as things got filled up. Fulfilled your hopes and dreams. Those. <laughs> the third and final thing I wrote, I didn't actually spend that much time journaling. I had other things to get to um, at this party, but I wrote, I'm so lucky to know these people. My dreams just came true. Uh, and that's our DP party. Thanks. <laughs> All right, we're gonna hit you all with a massive thank you just for what you do and being here and participating so lovely in our first live show. This has been Orgy Story. Do you wanna give out a thank you? You get to give out a live shout out now that there's yeah, people here. Yeah, thank you everyone. Um, this has been amazing. It's our first live show and I can't think of a better first audience. Um, follow us on Instagram if you would. We're just at Orgy Story. That's our uh, main social media platform. Yeah, I feel really honored to have been invited to do this. And thanks to all of Hannah's friends, too, in the back. <laughs> thanks, everyone. Huge support. Thank you so much. All right. They're going to hear music, and we're going to stand up and take a bow. This is lovely. <laughs> For people that came out live, we did a Q&A after. You don't get that. That's a live show bonus. Shout out to Sam. He was there for the live show. We are having so much fun interviewing some smart people, viewing some shows more thoroughly, and we'll be releasing some stuff intermittently, including maybe some bonus narrative stories that are just orgy-ish. Follow on Instagram. Tell a friend. Give one of those ratings on iTunes. We've been talking so much about it. And congrats to episode one's Dr. David Lay, who was on The Daily Show, as you heard made reference here. But a special shout out to him. Go watch it. <laughs>